Yo, what's good, baby? This shirt guy worldwide. You know one half of the dynamic show hangers on Anchor. And today's guest, I got that girl China B here. You better tune in. Let's get it. Yo, what's good? This shirt guy worldwide, and this is another episode of the 30-minute quick strike. And I got a special, special guest. You know, saying on the phone right now, I'm gonna have her introduce herself to the lovely people out there. My name is Asia Marie, but the world really pretty much knows me as China. <laughs> Everybody calls me China, um, and my my Instagram is China underscore Beats underscore Hair. So y'all definitely probably recognize that. But yes, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Man, I greatly appreciate you being on on the show. So since the name is China Beats Hair, that <laughs> makes me think. That you dope is doing here? Is that is that what I can assume about you? Yes, I know it's so much other stuff that people see, um, but really, um, I, I'm always gonna give credit to what originally brought me into the creative culture and the creative game was me doing makeup and hair. That's my foundation. If I need some money, I'll go back to it in a heartbeat. But that's, right, right. that's where I come from, yep. That's super dope. Do you feel like is it is it a competitive industry for a for a black woman? Because you really don't see a lot of black makeup artists and hairstylists in this industry. Do you feel it's super competitive, or do you feel like you guys have like a close knit community where you guys are like uplifting and trying to push each other, or is it a is it like a dog fight? No, it is. Well, for one, all of that determines on the energy that the person brings. So if you have somebody who is looking at it as as a dog fight, like, you know what I'm saying? And that that's that's black. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? But like the sisters, the sisters that I know, um, the black sisters that I know that are makeup artists and that are hairstylists in this industry, like they, we we will come together in a minute. Like if there's an opportunity that I can't do, I have no problem with picking up the phone and saying, hey, uh, yeah, Brittany, I got something for you or Shannon, I got something for you. You know what I'm saying? Like um, I can't do it or if you want to do it or passing it down. And then I come from a background where I was a cosmetology teacher. Oh so shit. My, yeah, so my job is to pass it on to the next person and show the next generation how it's done and don't miss out on opportunities. My job is to produce opportunities for right. people. Right, dope shit. teacher, yeah, so I, I don't believe in that. I believe it's enough food for everybody to eat. And that's one thing like people don't understand with me being in fashion, how important the makeup artist and the hairstylist was to like the show. Like it was like you would have a whole meeting with them just to get the look right. It was like yeah. everything works like good gumbo. And that's something like everybody wants to be the designer, but it's somebody behind that that's making that person look amazing. So when they go down at New York Fashion Week or they go down these London Fashion, Paris Fashion Week, those people look like, wow. And that's something like I always like admired about makeup artists because you guys understand the, 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 the proper color palette. Like y'all understand color, you understand texture. And you know, since you got the name China Be Hair, that means that you had to mess up a lot to get to that level. Oh man, oh man, I can't tell you. I can tell you how when I first started doing hair, I sent a lady out with uh, with her sewing unclosed. Oh shit. Cause I didn't know how to close it. I didn't know how to close it. I've jacked up a oh man like and but that is that's a part of the growing pain and that's what I always try to 
get students to understand, like, and they'll tell you, um, that in, in, in college school, they always call me Miss Asia. So they'll be like, well, Miss Asia, like, I'm afraid to mess up. And I always stop them. And I guess they be thinking that I'm going to tell them something like, I, I'm, I'm going to follow up with something positive. But what right. I'm going to say to you is, no, you're going to mess up. That's why you're here. You got to mess up. You got you, Once you even get your license, you're going to still jack up some more. But that's what it's all about. If you don't mess up, you're never going to fully like if you just did everything straight through mediocre and okay and even for the world of fashion if you just put something together that's okay you'll remain and be okay it's your big mistakes that lead you to get better if you don't have those huge mistakes and those mess ups you're never going to get better right right and that's the thing like a lot of people like when i talk on my show they see like the instant gratification of social media and i try on this show when i have guests on to tell them like we were all once there. We all had the pitfalls. We all had the obstacles. We did not let those that define us. So I always want people to come on the show to talk about, hey, I messed up. I, I failed some to get there. So don't utilize that what you see on social media is the end all be all because it's definitely a story behind China's be here to get to that level. And that's something that I want to like bring out throughout the show. So what do you have in the works? What is something that you're trying to do? Because when I go to your page, I see so much of something that you're doing. <laughs> it's like you a jack of all trades. So tell the people, what do you do? Like, what do you do? Because it's not like you do. Oh, you do. man. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, well, right now, I... I do so much. Like right now, my job, my my everyday bread and butter, like I am fortunate enough to work for one of the most black prominent tattoo artists in, I would say, the world. Okay, um, okay, of course, okay. Everybody knows who Ryan Henry is. Um, I'm sure when people hear that name, it's some screams, it's some hollers, but that's my boss. I okay, don't scream, cool. I don't holler, I don't even... Because that that's my boss and like I, I really do have a, a huge genuine friendship with him. And so I'm one of the managers in his tattoo shop, now I'm at a tattoo. Um, okay, I, cool. I've been on the show. Oh, the okay, show. congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. That's um, weird because but, like I know Clint the jeweler. Like I remember Oh yeah. Clint, I knew Clint when he was back way back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Clint. That's one of my good friends. Like I remember when he first started making jewelry. Like he yeah. found us and Dave, Jeff, and Broadway Street, and be like, "Man, you see this shit I'm making?" We be like, "Yeah, dude, we we, we see it." You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we see it. We was like, "Okay," because you didn't really see a lot of black jewelry makers, so you know, no. you was a little skeptical when Clint used to come up. You like, "Yeah, these VVS diamonds and conflict free." You like, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I know exactly who Clint is. Super cool dude. And now his pieces are like, woof. You know, like. He's doing some amazing uh, work. He's doing some amazing Yeah, he's doing. He, I mean, but that's the thing. Like, you know, we I, I remember when he started. And now I see where he went to. And he's going to become. It's like, damn. Yeah. That, that, that's what it's about. That's why hard work pays off. But to get back to you, a little side part. <laughs> okay, tell us what you do. Um. Uh, <laughs> So um, that is my bread and butter every day. So um, my partner in crime, her name is Sparkles. She's another manager that I work super close knit with in Ryan's shop. Um, and we just keep the day-to-day -day operations going. Um, we keep the shop up and running. He's busy. Um, our general manager, Greasy, who's another dope, dope black tattoo artist. Um, like they, they are really, really busy. So 
the doors opening, doors closing. That's going to follow me in sparkles. And so that is my day to day. I also model. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. You're a model. You model. model. Um, And that's been a crazy journey considering that now for a year ago, I was actually probably at 275. Wait, 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 wait. So you got a weight loss journey we can talk about? Because it's a lot. Wait, wait. Man, I got to give you like a two hour fucking show. You got all the people you wait. Fuck it. Doing tattoos and shit. I'm like, man, you was what? 275. Like, what the? Okay, talk about that. 275 you can actually go on my page and you can see the before and after pictures with which went viral which i'm so crazy about and that's another story but um <laughs> but yeah i was 275 like at when i started the journey i had got all the way to like 310 and Three. I'm one, yeah i'm 169 a year later which wait up 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 you you lost the whole nigga. Hold on, you I lost, lost you, the whole you, person. You lost the I whole. Lost the wait up, you was carrying around a whole nigga. We showed up. I lost a whole person. Yo, I mean, I'm I'm super transparent though. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, I right. am like I did. I had weight loss surgery. I okay, got, um, a gastric. I got gastric sleeve bypass. And I don't front my move. I don't sit up there and be like, oh, yeah, just diet and exercise. I don't know. I get people to real. I let people know that way is not easy. It's just as hard as somebody who makes the determination to do to diet and exercise because you still have to with weight loss surgery. You still have to diet and exercise. Right, right, right. You, it, that doesn't get omitted that like it's not a surgery where as soon as you have it, you drop this whole other person. Nah, it's a huge process. Dude, like, but it's a huge one. Do you feel like now you have to get comfortable with the new you? Is it sometimes do you look at yourself and still see the old Asia? Or, not or anymore. Did like, I did. Okay, not so anymore. you did. I did. I definitely did. Like, and that's um, like in any program, any weight loss program that you undergo. They do send you under a psychological evaluation because that is a part of it. Like, oh wow! I just like when I say just, I'm talking about this summer. Just started recently buying clothes that actually fit my current size. I still kept buying big clothes. Really? Yeah, because I like I I didn't I didn't know. Like I'm like no, I still think I'm a 16. No, no, you're not. (laughs) Like. No, you're not. So you really are a true testimony for women out there to be like, don't give up. You know, no, just be, just because somebody say you can't do don't mean that that would define you at that particular moment. And and just because how you work, you know, you you are a teacher, a hairstylist, you work in a tattoo shop, you got a weight loss testimony, mean that you can do everything that you put your mind to. Literally, you oh. can do everything you put your mind to. Like, um, I just recently decided, and we're talking like later on in life, that one of my, I used to act. When I you, wait, 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 wait. I need to get down like a checklist. Wait up, you do, you tattoo, you do hair, <laughs> you model, and not fucking act. Okay, damn, okay, I all right. Act. Well, I act, I act, yes, You act, A-C-T, act. You are, you are actress. Actress, the moment I decided, like when I tell you the stuff that I 
I'm gonna be seen in. Okay. Like this is where your mind is your biggest challenge because if you believe you have to start small, then that's where you're gonna start. But if you believe like nah nah, I'm going in. So I made it to I'll be on the shy this season. Oh, congratulations, um, congratulations. Thank you. Dope thank shit you, thank there. You, thank you. Um, I'm really excited because Holly Berry got her start as a crackhead, so I will be. Um, oh wow! You, you, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? She she was in what? Uh, Jungle Fever, wasn't she? Jungle Fever. Jungle Fever. You know You're the proud queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I did Jordan Peele say my name. Um, oh, dope the shit! Make, the Candy Make remake. Um, and I just dope. did. I just wrapped my first movie, feature movie called Alex and October. Um, Alex is the name of I, it. Alex and October. Oh, dope shit! Congratulations! Um, Congratulations! Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I'm uh, I'm in acting school right now. Um. And I'm in writing school, so all of those things are super exciting. Man. Well, I need to get you in contact with my good friend Kim Hall. Kim Hall used to be the buyer in Atlanta at Wish. She starred on Boomerang, and then oh, she's wow. and her and her wife was in Ballers. She was uh, she was the uh, she was the significant other of Denzel Washington's son. So Kim Hall is a good friend of mine and she was in the process of directing a movie. And I think you two need to really link up because she she does dope fucking work. Like I've known Kim a long fucking time and I admire everything that she do and have done. So just you talking about that, I'm already got connections in my head. I need to, you know, start sending you, I'm gonna start sending you shit like, yo, boo, 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 go how, go get at it. So then do it. Long when you win an Oscar, you can say, hey, thanks to Raymond from Hangers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely about showing showing the love. I just recently signed on um, to also an independent film by this dude in Chicago, Trey. Okay. Um, of Black uh, black Market Film and Production Company. Um, the movie is called, well, I think it's, it's going to be a continuous series, kind of like Power. It's called uh, Armored <coughs> Criminal. Oh, okay, okay. Criminal. And um, and when I tell you it's dope, like it's it's really dope. Like I'm still, like well, I'm like Trey. Well, uh, where's the the next part? Because I need to find out right, what, right. what happened. So I'm super super excited about that. We start production on it um this March, I believe. So since you are the jack of all trades, trying to be <laughs> here, what is the hardest thing you think? That you have uh, to do is is acting. Like a lot, I talk to a lot of actors, and they say acting. It's really hard because you gotta act like you're not acting. Yeah, it, it is. Most people, um, I, I hate to say it like this, but somebody, uh, a prominent actor, told me this, and they said most liars are great actors. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not a a, a liar, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Right. But it, it's still really hard because you have to somehow, even the worst character. So. If you're playing something that's like, um, if you're playing a Hannibal Lecter, like let's take that character for instance. Right. Are, are you? Do you? Do you feel like you relate to a cannibal in any kind of way? You know what mm, I'm saying. You have mm. to find something inside of you that connects with each character you play. So if if I was playing something like a, a Cleo from Set It Off, I've never robbed a bank a day in my life, but I have to somehow take Cleo. I have to connect Cleo in China. And I have to somehow find the medium between the two and convey and be able to convey that on the screen. So acting is very. That's why I was like, let me go to school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me 
let me find out how I tap in to to those segments and I actually bring across the character that that the people can relate to and they can say, well, yeah, even though she did this or even though she did that, I still can relate to her and I can understand why the, this is the path that, you know, she took. So acting, I would say, is definitely it's definitely difficult and it's something that like I'm seeing now it's not just memorizing lines it's not right. memorizing lines right. at all do you ever feel like you would want to direct do you ever feel like it's a it's it's a it's it's a movie or a series that you have in you that you could put out to the to the world do you feel like that's something that you would want to jump into I've been writing since I was in high school and that's the crazy part of it because my family just knew that I would probably go into the direction of writing. So when I tell you I already have screenplays. Oh, wow. I already have screenplays and I already have things that... Yo, what's good? This shirt guy worldwide. You listening to the No Sucker Shit Clothing Podcast hangers on Anchor. Let's get back into it. You know what I'm saying? That are intertwined into that. Directing and writing are definitely in my future. It's things that's on my my 300 list. Right. I'm going to do. Like, not I want to do, I'm going to do. Wait up. You say you have a 300 list. Yeah. Three, a 300, th- a 300 Wait up. 300 things that you're trying to accomplish in your life? Yeah. Okay. Anything, anything you want. So what's give me 10 things off the 300 list. 10 things off my 300 list. Uh, one thing that's major is to, um, I have a son okay. as well. So one of my uh, 300 things is to make sure that my son understands uh, the growth and the development of money and credit. Oh, because wow. I feel like okay. that's something that um, we don't initially teach our children. And it's not taught to them in school. It's not a part of anybody's curriculum. It's not a part of anybody's um anybody's like trademark to do you know for children this is something that we want to cultivate children in but then when we get to when they get to college it's this great expectation for them to understand credit and how it works and money that's unrealistic if it's everything children know is because someone talks to them (laughs) right so i want to make sure that my son because i learned about it later in life okay my son to understand what what saving is what having a dollar is what percentages wise what it means to pay yourself first, what it means to always pay bills on time. I want him to understand that. So that's at the top of my 300 list. So that's um, one. Okay, two. We're going to do, yeah. do five. You don't need to. You, you give us some brief. <laughs> these in-depth shits. we doing five. You know, okay, that's one. Okay, what's two? Um, Two, one of them is to, uh, I'm a, a really huge fan of Steve Harvey, and I'm going to tell you why. So okay. And to tell my story to Steve Harvey is super important to me because he's the reason why I do a 300 list. Okay, Um, okay. I've gotten close to him on three different occasions. Right. Each occasion that I've gotten close to him, he has said the same verse that changed my life. Really? Yes, it's Habakkuk 2-2 that I'm actually, this week, I'm getting tattooed on me. That's how much it has changed my life like the the verses uh write the vision and make it plain for he who see it will run to it though it may tarry which means take a long time wait for it for sure it will come at an appointed time 
anything that you write down on paper and that you sincerely, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in the universe, right. it don't matter what you believe in. Right, right, if right. You write it down and you have it on paper and you sincerely ask him with your heart, but you have to wait for these things like you know they're already coming. Right, I right. Wrote, <laughs> I literally wrote uh, Go to Fashion Week um, two weeks ago. I just got back from Fashion Week. Yeah, you yesterday. did. You did. You most yesterday. definitely did. How, how was your experience? Not to get off the, the, the list, no, but, how, but how was your experience? I've been to Fashion Week, and I, it, it's an amazing experience. A lot of, like, designers that I admired was there, and it was really so. How was your experience at Fashion Week? My experience was <laughs> wonderful. I went with a main focal point, and I did just that. So right. anything else that I experienced, like, whether it was a party, whether it was, you know, a show. I went there to meet this, um, to meet this photographer whose name is Black. And when I tell you Black is Black excellence, like photograph wise, and I don't know if the world knows about him, but he is the bomb. Like I fell in love with his work maybe like three years ago. And it was so funny because I took his work and I made a I made a vision board of what I wanted. Oh wow. Um, I, what I wanted to look like. <laughs> and so I not only got a chance to meet him, but I met my favorite model in the world. Love. Your favorite model my in the world in the world. Model the world. Leslie Sedora, who is, and if you ever look her up, I when I say beautiful, beautiful, and she was just as beautiful in person. Like I hung out with these people. Oh really? Like, okay, okay. So, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't need nothing else for Fashion Week. So I had a go see too with a uh, with a, uh, a clothing company and that went really well. So my Fashion Week experience was like beautiful. But to to direct it back to the list, that was on my list two weeks ago. Oh, and really? just to show you, yeah, just to show you how that has come to pass like already. That's how important that 300 things I want from one from God out of my life list. Is and that's the thing. And that's the thing, like people that spiritual, it's, it's weird because I was just talking to my mom about that today. You can always speak things. So that's the confirmation because therefore yeah. you can speak things into existence. Like people always ask me like, Ray, how you do certain things? I'll be like, man, because I asked God for it. And I'll, I, 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 you, ask, you, you ask God for it and then he delivers it to you. Like it says, seek me first and all things are added. Study to show thyself approved, and that's something that people don't understand. When I, I like wherever I go, you gonna know who I be and who I am. Like I don't, I don't hide from the fact that I, I, I tell you, I have no talent. All I am is a vessel that God allows me to do certain things. So at the end of the day, I can't take like I can't have no ego with this. You know, I can't be egotistical. I can't be like. Um, uh, all into myself because at the thing I don't I don't wake myself up in the morning. So how can I be a man and say like I'm this great? I'm nothing but but a vessel. So however he wants to use me or use hangers or whatever, I'm just doing the wheel. So that's something that man, when you saying that, I can I can 100 relate with that. I, I you know because at the end of the day, it's like man. But once you but once God brings it to you, you got to go out and do the work to make it happen because you have to get on a plane. You had to get away from your fear. You had to like, even you losing weight. I know that thing, I know that weighed heavy on you. Like, man, how yeah. am I gonna do this? You know, as people gonna look at me and say, oh, why she do that? Why she have to change? So like you said, it's a whole lot of psychological things that you had to deal with. But you see when, you, but, but when you're obedient, you see that God always takes care of you. 
Always. Like, I'm stealing something from you. You just said, and I don't think you even understand how profound it was. For me, like you said, you just said out your mouth. You was like, I, you know, I'm not talented. And, and that, when I say that's so real, like when you say you are a jack of all trades, I've only been able to do so much and touch so many people because that's the car that, you know what I'm saying, my God has put me in. Like, facts, it, facts, I had facts. no idea that hair and makeup was going to take me into all these directions. Cause even with Black Ink, um, even with Black Ink and, and Ryan to tell you, like everybody to tell you, I started off doing cat hair. And that show you, show you how like she's not even on the show no more. But that goes to show you how long I, you know what I'm saying? That's where it took me. And now years later, I'm one of Ryan's right-hand people manage, helping manage his shop. But like and, I started off doing hair with cat. Oh, uh, wow, 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 wow. Yep. But see, like, that's the thing. Like, people don't understand the journey. Like Nipsey Hussle said, man, it's not a race, it's a marathon. Because at the end of the day, you got to pace yourself to get to where you want to go. I think young kids now, they think it's an instantaneous thing. Like, man, boy, you 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 doing it. But it's like, nah, dude, before Instagram, we wasn't able to take pictures when I was broke as fuck or I, how many no's I heard or the no's you heard or when people yes. didn't know what China be here was, you know, and you were still um dreaming about these things and it seemed like i think sometimes that's like with with instagram it's like almost like a false parachute for these kids it's like yes. uh, it's like come on man no you yes. you're gonna hear some fucking no's you know or, or or sometimes people aren't afraid of the criticism like yeah. how do you deal with the criticism because i know even with your weight loss or you being on black in chicago i know people coming like man she ain't i remember when she was this way but ah, she ain't all that so how do you deal with that i just you know what i'm saying i love a good hater a good, <laughs> i you listen, listen Damn. <laughs> a good hater is so because it's confirmation that you're doing something right 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 you right you see what i'm saying like, yeah yeah you yeah don't have a, if you don't have a good hater on you, man, you doing something wrong. You ain't working as hard, man. And it, you have to, because you really got to be working hard to have a good hater. You got to you know be working hard. You have to be working hard to, to have, have a good hater. Okay. To okay. have a good hater. You got to. And I oh, shit. who taught me that. Like, I used to work for success. Okay. So okay. Was, okay. Bell was training me and didn't even know he, like, I didn't know he was training me. He knew. Bell told me one time, he said, you are not a good salesperson. I wasn't. But you have something special. This ain't your arena, but I'm gonna help to help you get to where you wanna be. And he's uh, when I ever I tell my story on a big platform, I promise you I'm gonna bring him along with me because he is one of the top five people that I was most influential in my life. Right. I didn't make I always tell people I didn't make no money in success. But what I gained in value for my life, I will never forget that. I, I mean, will never forget that. I mean, that's dope because I, I I named that little dude the Black Jew. I know <laughs> I've known I've known Phil since I was fifteen fucking years old. Like <laughs> when he first opened up the shop on Michigan, he called me. It was like, man, Ray, come check out the shop. I'm doing this shit with Bob. We was like, oh, okay. He needed me to design all the success T-shirts. He was like, man, Ray, I need you to do a whole collection. So it's weird because like the people you know. I, I've known for decades, like yes. Corey, Dave, Jeff, 
uh, Twilight Tone. Like, Timbuktu used to DJ my radio show on KKC. Like, what? I had a, I had a, like, when I went to design school, I was going to the International Academy, and then one of the professors made me, was like, Ray, come over to Kennedy King. So when I went there, the radio broadcast teacher knew me from, like, when I was working on a project for school. And he was like, man, Ray, fuck design, you need to be in radio. He's like, let's do this Friday night show. So a couple of us and my friends, we did a show, and I had Timbuktu, I had Twilight Tone, I had Nathis, I had... Every top DJ used to come on because they wasn't allowing them on GCI, you know, so back in the day. So that was the way that a lot of people heard these DJs. So at the end of the day, it's like Leon, like Leon, all you know, all the people from Chicago, man, it's like I I bumped elbows with and bumped. uh, We've been working. That's why I had to have you on the show. I'm like, because this young lady is going to be amazing and I want to help. I get this beautiful story out there to the world and i was like yo i'm a, I'm a you know i'm for real like i just i just be getting people's dms like hey man i need you on my podcast <laughs> and you saw and you saw i hit you right back i said absolutely when you want to do it this is what i got going on you know what i'm saying because you never you know what i'm saying you never when somebody's trying to help you or look out for you or find interest in you, in you man you 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 have to be appreciative today you don't know what doors will open and i think that's why you know chicago i love my city okay let me ask let me ask you wait, 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 let me ask you a question okay every city i've been to a lot of fucking cities everybody say ray how the fuck you live in chicago nigga so <laughs> much i don't see no y'all don't do shit together so do you feel chicago is really the city of hell haters Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I, be honest. I do not. You do not. Okay. Why you don't? Why you? Don't. Why you feel and that the way? The reason why because like what's crazy is everybody you just named. You know what I'm saying? Like you, we really can't be the the city of haters. You know what I'm saying? We may not. We we might need some work in some areas, but we really can't be the city of, of haters because like a few people you just named like uh dave jeff is another one who's intra- like super instrumental in supporting me in anything that i want to do him and his wife shamir i actually graduated with shamir oh okay you know okay saying? cool so you know what i'm saying like uh him all, like all the time like you know what do your thing if you need anything let me know you know what i'm saying like um i've been knowing leon rogers for years super super like just in my corner as you know tony Baines is my brother oh so all the yeah that's my that's my brother like i love him i will i i cried i screamed so Baines black ass hold on yes. i gotta call him once yes. we get off the show i'm hearing that nigga like look nigga be like yo Baines, what's really good dude I've been trying to get his little black ass on my show. So after this show, Bangs, you got it. I know you're doing your own podcast, but you better bring your black ass on hangers. I, that's how I got my, um, my, I, and what most people don't know, I started in music. Oh, what? I started with, yeah, I started with Tony Bangs in music. I worked for him for years, even if he needs something right now. And if it's within my grasp, I'm gonna do it. It's nothing he can't ask me for. And if it's in my delivery, right. if I could do it, I'm gonna do you it. You know, Tony Baines to me is the fucking Timberland from Chicago. Like, cause I know the sex symbol Mike Hundreds. If the ladies out there don't know who the sex symbol Mike Hundreds is, I remember when him and Tony Baines did a production and he came out with a mixtape. It had to be like early 2000. And it had, it started off like some shit like, time will come. 
And then it had some, yeah. some gangsta ass beat, like boom, boom. Yeah. I bumped that CD into that shit, bro. <laughs> when we used to, because Mike used to work at Leaders that was on Cottage Grove. Yeah. And we used to yes. all, that's how basically Fashion Geek really got popping. Because yep. Leaders did a barbecue and they like premiered Fashion Geek. So all that's a history yep. lesson. For everybody that thinks fashion, no, who think fashion geek zone just started with fucking Puma, no, no, we, he, he was no, selling that no, shit out no. his trunk. Him and Al, you heard it first. No. Yes, <laughs> that people who don't know who all of a sudden they see the Neiman Marcus, yeah, no, 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 that's not no. it. And this is why, this is why I cannot roll with that shit when people say Chicago is the city of haters. What? And then I'm, I'm, a, I'm a really kind of fuck you up. Mike Hundreds, he and I, that's my bestie. Really? That's my, really? that's really? my bet. Like, when I say we grew up together, I was 14, he was 15, and we both was in dance groups. You know what, Mike? That's how we got together. That's how we became friends. Man, Mike Hundreds is one of the coldest fucking MCs. Like, like when I used to rap, I wanted to emulate Mike Hundreds. I was like, because yeah. people don't know, Very like, nasty. Yeah, he had that command of the mic. People don't understand, yeah. like, Vic Lloyd, Mike Hundreds, Tony Banks was in a group called Unusual Suspects. They manager yeah. was Filthy Rich, who's rich. Real talk. Filthy introduced me to my ex-girlfriend when he worked for Spike Green. That was, he was like, man, Ray, I got somebody amazing for you. You know, they were doing a Sprite Green event at the Illuminati, the Illuminations shit. That's when Wale first premiered. <laughs> That's how I've known yes. Filthy Rich. Yes. And Jam. Jam <laughs> yep. was there. Um, Jam was like there. Yep. And people don't know that Vic had Dreadlocks down to... Uh, Long dreads. I still have the CD where all of them was on the. Coast. Man, they were they were sitting. They was they were sitting on the stairs. They were sitting on the stairs. But that's the thing that people don't understand. Like we saying, like these people put skin in the game. Like the Mike Hundreds, the Vic Lloyds. Shout out to Vic Lloyd getting an Adidas shoe release. Yes, that's super dope. So that, I mean, I remember when. So I'm so proud, proud of Vic. No, I remember. And one thing about Vic that people, I could call Vic today and be like, Vic, I need your ass to DJ. He'd be like, Ray, I got you. Be like, okay. Be like, I got you. Be like, okay. Hey, I got you. And don't even ask me for a dime. He like, where's it at? Okay, Ray, I got you. And that's something I don't feel like we the city of hella haters, but we are the no. city of. We gotta like respect you. We the city of like you just can't come up on us. Like at the end of the yeah. day, I gotta see what you about. We gotta have some type of communication and we gotta have some type of understanding. And once we have that understanding, man, we rock with you the long way in Chicago. We do. And it and it will be it will be on such a longevity situation. What people don't even understand that even after the use of the suspect, Mike, Vic, Jeff Jones, Tony Baines, they went on the form of the boardroom. Yep. That's what gave me my yep. first hand and like A and R work. Um, booking booking shows and even then from there like I went on became friends with the freshman who Mark Bird was a a part of who now Mark Bird is producing for uh, Kanye West producing for her producing for like all these major artists (laughs) who I still and all these people I still keep in contact with to this day everybody still got my number if you need if they need anything if I can help in any way or 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's why I say it's such a close knit circle. Right. And everybody used to be at Divine. Like, if you don't know, everybody was always at Divine. <laughs> yup. Everybody from uh, Zoe to Dave Jeff to um, Corey to, you know what I'm saying? And if you ain't ever been to a, a, a fly block party or a leaders block party, right, right, or right, sneak right, and right, eat or right. sneak and eat, like, they, this is Chicago. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, I love my city. It's, you know, the not, it's not another funny city like thing. It. Hebrew used to work security at my parties at Jet Vaca Lounge. Everybody thinks <laughs> Hebrew, Hebrew used to be the tall niggas that you got security. And he used to work at Jet Vaca Lounge. He did biology bar. He did circus. He did biology. He did bar, he yeah. did circus circus. You'd be like, who the fuck is this tall giant dude? And lo and behold, that's Hebrew Brantley. That's who Hebrew was. That's Hebrew. He used to, he was in the Joby Art Center with my homeboy Kristoff. Yeah. That's premiering here for All-Star Weekend yeah. too. I mean, he works with Kendall Hearns. That's a good friend of Robotic Minds that I worked with. I worked, I worked with Kendall. Yeah. Like I, most people don't know Kendall was launching a hair. He was launching a hairline. Like he was like secretly doing it like under another name. And like, I was like working with him. And that's how I got to know Kendall. And, it, and like, that's what I mean. Like all these people have touched my life in <laughs> some way, form or fashion. And it doesn't get any doper than that. Facts. It doesn't get, it doesn't, it don't, you know, you can't get, no, you can't tell this story. You can't tell my story no. without mentioning all of well, it. Well, wait, 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 wait. I just, we went over the 30 minutes, so I need one tear day before I get your ass off this show. Because it, it seems like we could talk for hours and you on a 30 minute quick strike. I definitely gonna have to bring you back for an hour show. But leave the guests out there with one just like word of advice or tidbit that you would give to the people out there that's gonna listen. If you want it, ask the universe for it and wait for it like you already got it and write it down. Have it written somewhere and believe in it. That's it. Damn. Okay. Uh, if people want to reach you, how do they get at China B10? You can find me on IG. That is honestly where I do a lot of my business at. My phone number is even on there. So I'm not one that has my number because I love iPhones. I can just block you. Oh, fuck. China, okay. Yes. China, C-H-I-N-A underscore B-E-A-T-S underscore hair. H-A-I-R. Yo, people, I want to thank China Beats Hair for coming on this 30-minute quick strike. I know you guys are going to be excited to hear this shit. She dropped a lot of gems. She dropped a lot of names. She dropped a lot of... You hear it first. I wish I had that, like, that DJ Cannon shit horn. Gonna be like, do, 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 do. <laughs> I think, I think that's how it would have sound. Like, you know, I'm sure God worldwide, man. And my amazing co-host, we gonna do an hour show next week. That's Dante TC5 Wild. And I'm gonna thank everybody for listening to Hangers on Anchor. And we out. Yo, what's good, man? I want to thank China's B-Hair for coming on the show. She dropped the gems, the tidbits, the motivation. What else do you need, baby? You know where to get at me at. That's that sure guy worldwide. You know where to get at my amazing co-host at. That's Dante TC5 Wilder. And if you want to listen to the show, you know where to go. That's at Hangers Worldwide, baby. And you know where to listen to us at? On Anchors.